Hi, we're Group 6, and welcome to our Black Lives Matter podcast. Let's begin by discussing how Black Lives Matter came about. Redlining was a huge factor. It is a discriminatory process in which banks, insurance companies, and other institutions refuse or limit loans, mortgages, or insurance within certain geographic areas, especially predominantly populated by poor people and people of color. The relationship between redlining and other forms of historical segregation is close because redlining still impacts people today. Although it is illegal, it, is still, it still happens and it shaped where people live today and choose to live. As Jeff Chang mentioned in Vanilla Cities and the Chocolate Suburbs, gentrification creates systems of of inequality, resegregation, and the displacement of poor black people into the streets, which which accurately describes Ferguson's situation. Moreover, Ferguson is the 16th fastest gentrifying city in the United States, according to census data. The Black Lives Matter movement started as a response to the killing of Travion Martin. On February 26, 2012, George Zimmerman, a resident from Miami Gardens, Florida, and a member of the Neighborhood Watch, shot Travion Martin, a 17-year-old African-American man who was visiting his father in Sanford, Florida, to death. Before the shooting, Zimmerman called 911 to report a suspicious person, Martin. Despite the 911 operator instructing him to say, stay in his vehicle, Zimmerman confronted Martin. This led to multiple protests across the country advocating for justice and the indictment of Zimmerman. Finally, on April 11, 2012, Zimmerman was formally charged with second-degree murder. The trial began on June 24, 2013, but sadly, on July 13, 2013, after deliberating for more than 16 hours, the jury returned to its verdict. George Zimmerman was not guilty. Although the verdict was not guilty, the judge's decision was a symbol for the continuing injustice in America's legal system. One person in specific, Alicia Garza, was extremely disgruntled with the verdict. So, in response to the court's decision, Garza created a series of social media posts, which she called collectively a labor, a love letter to black people. In these posts, she stated, Stop saying we are not surprised. That's a damn shame in itself. I continue to be surprised at how little black lives matter. Black people, I love you. I love us. Furthermore, two days after Zimmerman's verdict in Garza's post, Garza's close friend, Patrice Cullors, created a call to action on Facebook. She stated, Alicia Garza, myself, and hopefully more black people than we can imagine are embarking on a project. We are calling it hashtag Black Lives Matter. This Facebook message was the spark that ignited the formal creation of the Black Lives Matter movement. Also, after seeing Garza and Colors posts, Opal Tamenti, a friend of both, created multiple social media pages where the Black Lives Matter movement could properly reach people. In sum, the short span of a few days after the Zimmerman verdict, Garza, Colors, and Tamenti created the hashtag Black Lives Matter, which served as a springboard for the formalization of the movement. In essence, the Black Lives Matter movement was a rallying cry to express discontent and communication, the body behind this generation's civil rights movement. Black Lives Matter became that cry. The Black Lives Matter movement is an organization that fights for the rights of black people. The goal of the movement is to steer away from the history of violence and inequality against people of color. Although most Black Lives Matter protests are peaceful, the media portrays them as violent. Also, the movement works toward building a world in which black lives are no longer systematically targeted for demise. 
The Black Lives Matter movement started in 2012. The movement caught national attention and went viral after Mike Brown's death. This moment has often been described as the catalyst for the revolution-like protests that followed. By the end of 2013, the Black Lives Matter movement was just a talking point on social media. It had not become a civil rights movement. It was only after the death of Eric Garner and Michael Brown that the hashtag transcended social media and turned into a full-blown civil rights movement. Let me break it down. In 2014, Staten Island, New York, Eric Garner, a 43-year-old black man, died after being placed in a chokehold by a white police officer while in police custody. And a couple weeks after this tragedy, on August 9th, 2014, Michael Brown, a black teenager, was shot and killed by a white police officer, Darren Wilson, in Ferguson, Missouri. To make things worse, in both cases, the police officers were declared not guilty. Hence, with these deaths and their aftermath, the issue of racial violence in America has reached its boiling point. The deaths of Garner and Brown unified people of color across the nation, and throughout the fall of 2014, police brutality and racial injustice were constant talking points across our country. The impact of these tragedies was so strong that a couple days after Michael Brown's death in Ferguson, Missouri, the Attorney General, Eric Holder, launched a local investigation of Brown's death. Within a month, the Department of Justice launched an investigation that revealed a pattern or practice of unlawful conduct within the Ferguson Police Department that violates the First, Fourth, and Fourteenth Amendments to the United States Constitution and a federal statutory law. In sum, the investigation revealed systematic racial biases in Ferguson's local government and police force. Thus, the failures of the American legal system created a call for civil rights reform and gave entry to the transformation of the hashtag Black Lives Matter into a legitimate civil rights movement. Given that, let's jump into how the Black Lives Matter movement is organized and some of the issues affecting the effectiveness of the movement. First, the Black Lives Matter movement has a horizontal approach to leadership. In essence, a horizontal system of leadership focuses on allowing people to make crucial decisions without the need for approval from an authority figure. This system allows for faster decision making and more creatively, which has led to many successful protests. Given that, although there are many positive aspects to the movement's organizational structure, the fact that Black Lives Matter is a grassroots movement that is decentralized produces many issues regarding the dilution of the original principles from which the movement was created. Furthermore, with new chapters of the movement come new perspectives, and without a figurehead to rally behind, the media has turned to celebrities, social media figures, and demonstrators for comments on Black Lives Matter as a whole. As a result, the underlying ideals and goals of the movement shift with each interview as the people claiming to be voices of the movement often lack an intimate knowledge of the movement's origins or fundamental principles. Because of this, I think it's essential for me to communicate with you the original principles behind the Black Lives Matter movement. We are going to jump into some discussion questions from some fellow Lib 201 students. What are some specific protests that have taken place throughout history? The Ferguson protest about Mike Brown's death in 2014 was a major one. What are some visual representations of the movement? The video, Hell You Tom Bout, is a protest song that gives the names of many victims affected, including Emmett Till. The singers have red across their eyes to symbolize they see the blood of these victims and to spread it to promote change because silence stuns nothing. There are many other videos as well, such as Beyonce's Freedom video. Another question is, what states and where is this racism happening? 
Um, for 2015 as a whole, America's 56 largest cities experienced a 17% rise in homicides. In 10 heavily black cities, murders increased by more than 60%. The most segregated city is currently Detroit, Michigan. How has Black Lives Matter helped people and shocking statistics slash what has it achieved? Black Lives Matter ha helps people because it gives them a voice and allows them to connect with others who have similar goals of equality. Black Lives Matter was founded by women, which inspires. Black Lives Matter impacts communities because it brings people together, for instance. Black Lives Matter social media has brought attention to the movement and the reality of the inequality throughout hashtags, including hashtag MeToo, hashtag Time's Up, hashtag Never Again, and of course, hashtag Black Lives Matter. What athletes and other famous figures promote Black Lives Matter? Uh, Serena Williams is a big one. She took a break during the Wimbledon tournament to speak out. Um, she also stopped to raise her fist in the middle of the court, just like John Carlos and Tommy Smith did in the 1968 Olympics. The video, The Undefeated in Depth, Serena with Common. Serena Williams talks about how she was scrutinized for being black and confident and how she came from nothing and conquered. She boycotted the Indian Wells Tennis Tournament for years because of the treatment from the crowd, opponents, and organizers. Serena speaks out about how she is proud to be black and, dis and the disgust and sadness that drove her to help the community. She never changed who she was and never takes her opportunities for granted. Additionally, Beyonce and Jay-Z... Um, did a halftime show for the Super Bowl and their performance made it obvious she had been supporting Black Lives Matter. Um, the statement on her website, we are sick and tired of the killings of young men and women in our communities. It is up to us to take a stand and demand that they stop killing us. Jay-Z made the song Spiritual. He claims to have been working on this since Mike Brown's death in 2014. In conclusion, one major element the media often forgets when discussing Black Lives Matter is that it has deep connections with LGBTQ activism. For instance, all three of the founders have been part of the LGBTQ activist movements. Moreover, Garza and Color are open about their nonconformity with standard gender norms. Best put in their words, Black Lives Matter affirms the lives of black, queer, and trans folks, disabled folks, black, undocumented folks, folks with records, women, and all black lives along the gender spectrum. In an interview with The New Yorker, Garza stated that Black Lives Matter is a gay movement masquerading, masquerading as a black one. Garza also places emphasis on intersectionality, which is a term the, that Kimberly Crenshaw um, uses, um, which describes the coexistence of complex racial, gender, and sexual identities. Lastly, the founders of Black Lives Matter also proposed a counter-argument for the movement of All Lives Matter, which assumes that all lives deserve the same amount of attention and that being white or black should not give you extra attention. In reality, black lives deserve more attention from the media and government because historically, the lives of African Americans have been harder than those of the whites due to long-lasting systems of discrimination and inequality in the United States. Also, according to Garza, All Lives Matter movement carries notions of colorblindness, which we also talked about with Harris and Carbato. One of these frames is the colorblindness frame, which is the belief that race is not a factor in how we make sense of the world. As a way of marginalizing the struggle for black freedom through purported inclusion that has been a source of resistance to civil rights reform, since the 1960s. In conclusion, Black Lives Matter has evolved from 
passionate social media post to a full-blown civil rights movement that will for sure find its way into future generations. Textbooks as historical chapter in our nation's struggle to achieve racial equality. Black Lives Matter is important today. Racism is not an issue of the past, it is ongoing. Here's how to contribute. Take action by joining the global movement by going to blacklivesmatter.com. You can give donations, sign up for updates, help spread awareness, and stay informed about future events. Thanks for listening. We hope this podcast opened your eyes to the ongoing problem in today's society.